What's up, everybody? Welcome to our podcast, Couldn't Make This Up If I Tried. I'm La Chancla. And this is Yessi. We are two first-gen Latinas. Chismeando about mental health and wellness. Keeping it lighthearted while, while keeping, keeping it real. Hi, friends. Quick temperature check. On this episode, we dive deep into all of the feelings from 2020 and possibly beyond. Thank you, as always, for not forgetting about us. How's it going? Good. Breezing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, this week has been kind of crazy with the weather here in Port in Oregon in general, I think. Yeah. Um like there was like the heat wave, it was like crazy rain, crazy wind, and now it's snow, right? Yeah. I guess we kind of got beat up like this year but honestly like you look back and you think about we didn't get tornadoes and that yeah. I'm very thankful for and I you know pienso mucho en la gente que perdió you know all that stuff like all the life mm-hmm. like during those tornado seasons like mm-hmm. living anywhere is a trade-off right now because of the whole climate change situation yeah that's crazy yeah definitely thankful that we did not get tornadoes for sure Mm-hmm. So how you been? Oh, you know, busy, <laughs> emotional, <laughs> you know, just living, <laughs> living. You know, what is it? My life, my vibe right now is living life. <laughs> Quoting the famous um, freaking Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> life. <laughs> O sea, tú también estás como, like, you got all kinds of different seasons going on with you, too. There's lots of happy things and lots of downs and lots of, you know, like, in between. So lots of big changes, right? My gosh, I know. Um, I was telling Yessi before we started uh, recording, I'm like, it's so weird because, so I'm in the middle of moving. Ah! Yay! So like now I'm in like my own place and um obviously it's like the worst time to move. Uh ten out of ten do not recommend moving during the holidays because there's just so much going on and mm-hmm. and there's a lot that you want to do. I think my goal for next holiday season is to get it figured out before. <laughs> but, uh just so that I can I can go through the holiday season a little bit more slowly. Um because it's been kind of a lot. I'm really tired. <laughs> yeah. Really tired. I'm just kidding. No, not <laughs> sick. Tired. Um, what about you, Yessie? I've been good. I mean, you know, school's out right now for winter break. Um, so it's been so nice to just be able to relax without having to worry about waking up so early <laughs> or driving right in like kind of icy conditions or snowy conditions and um and just been relaxing chilling watching Netflix watching Hulu um spending time with my parents right now my parents hanging out with them um and with my sisters so that's been kind of nice um definitely um uh, you know I'm sure next week it's gonna be so hard going back to work <laughs> But I'm ready. I'm ready for the next challenges are to come. So, 
Uh, I want to ask you where you were earlier today, if you don't mind sharing that, because I, I told myself I was going to ask you before we started recording, but then I forgot. <laughs> where did you go? Where, did you have delicious quesadillas today? Oh, I was like, where did I go? <laughs> yes. Have you ever like, been there? No, but that's why I was like, where in the hell was she? One of my yeah. top like three... I don't even know. I don't actually don't classify favorite foods like in whatever order, but um, I could live off of quesadillas for the rest of my life and be happy. Yeah, I could live off of queso anytime, any day, anywhere. Right. Um, but it's called Don Froilan. Um, I think it's like a creamery um, and it's in Salem. Um, it's off of Portland Road. Uh, by where close to where the old DNB used to be off of Portland Road. It's amazing. This is my first time going there, but my parents have been there, I guess, like before. Um, so venden queso, venden crema, venden helado, venden, I don't even know, like, oh, I think they had like gelatina. So it's kind of like, it's they're more of a creamery. And then they have like a section where you can go and eat. So you're ordering food, you sit. And then they have kind of like, you know, Tillamook, how when you do the little tour, you can see how the cheese is being made and the ice cream and all that stuff. So they have a, they have the window and you can just see the, the people working there making the queso. And so they were making queso Oaxaqueño. So it's kind of cool. They kind of show you kind of the process of it. And then como lo hacen largo and then how they wrap it up in the bolita kind of thing. Um, so it was really, really good. We're going to have to go there. Um, my mouth was watering the entire time you were describing. <laughs> Take all of the things that are bad for me and put them in that building, but I'm still going to go. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Like after, we'll just relax and not do anything. <laughs> wow. Let's like plan on going back to your place or my place. Yes, yes. Where else? <laughs> yeah. Anywhere. Anytime you want to go, we'll, we'll go there. <laughs> yeah. I I went, you know, and I thought about it because, like, my doctor. I went to go see my doctor today, so I went uh-huh. and got acupuncture, um, which was nice. I needed it I, big time. Like, I left there. Okay, this is funny, but like when I got off the table, I felt like I was floating. Like, this <laughs> like like my head. There was like a bunch of like like a literal literal airhead. <laughs> but You're like Yonda. I was like, well, what year is it? Where am I? Like, uh, and it was nice. Did I travel back in time? I was like, is it over? Is the pandemic gone? Did we save it? <laughs> it was funny. But she oh. asked me, my doctor was like, oh, so how are you feeling? And I'm like, I'm going to be honest, I feel like shit. Like, I've eaten so disgusting. Not disgusting. I've comido bien rico, but like, dude, ya siento en mm-hmm. mi cuerpo cuando no como bien. Or like, mm-hmm. at least things that like, it's been all the cookies, all of the cheese, mm-hmm. you know, toda la masa, like just, oh mm-hmm. man, like before, obviously, you know, when our metabolisms was, were still baby metabolisms, no sentia uno nada, but oh, I woke up with the biggest panza ache yesterday. I didn't <laughs> eat until it went away because I was just like, oh my God, I can't, like, I just mm-hmm. didn't feel good. Like I could feel that I didn't eat well or but so we're gonna it, it was back on track like today I had to make it back to my place so that I like I'm not motivated to eat vegetables when I'm with my mom <laughs> and she's not either she said that we both eat like the worst when we're together because we're just like you know what sounds good and that's funny because I have my my new my new friends well one of my friends that I work with like I mean she was already my friend but like 
we landed in the spot in the office that we're at where literally all of us are foodies. Mm -hmm. All of us will randomly be like, you know what sounds good right now? The saying is, you know what's, you know what sounds like it'll slap? Some chips would slap right now. Someone says that. That's what, that's what my friends started it. We all looked at her and we're like, what? So now we always say, say that. Like mi- during lunch, we're like, you know, it would slap right now. Some wings. <laughs> and dude, you're like in the middle, like where like you're close to pretty much everything. You could like within driving distance. Yeah. Honestly, if it was nice today, I probably would have like Ubered to my doctor and then walked around, but. It was freezing for anybody that's not from Oregon. It is so cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like 28 degrees right now, no? Yeah. Y no va a subir más de, más de like 35, I think, or 37. Something, yeah. something crazy. But yeah. It's cold. I know. It's crazy. But yes, when you want, I'll take you. Vamos a la cremería de Tron Froilan. I think that's how you say I know. I was like, what does it stand for? Is that the name of the dude? Um I think it is. I think yeah. it's like a, a family-owned business out in Salem. So if you live in Salem or go around Salem or anywhere near there, um, you can go get your in and out, and then you can also make your way down to Don Froilán. Oh, that sounds good. But the leche does not do anything for my stomach. I don't think the leche likes me. I love leche, but leche does not like me. <laughs> That's so funny. Entrando el año. Entrando el año mm-hmm. con todo lo demás. <laughs> eso, eso. Ahorita comemos mal y ya entrando el año comemos bien. <laughs> after, after la rosca de Reyes. Hasta la rosca. Oh, and then we're going to say, after la candelaria. And then we're going to say, after, what comes after that? Like, uh, Easter? Easter? Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm done, man. I'm maxed <laughs> out. I am maxed out. <laughs> right all socialized like it's just it's crazy it's like that meme that i was telling you about earlier that um i took a screenshot of it um because i kind of been feeling like that i don't know how you've been feeling but it says new year's eve is the worst holiday it combines the anxiety of getting older with awkward social interactions and adds a timer (laughs) oh my gosh i love the freaking awkward social interactions I realized that I'm not, I'm a, I'm a, I am a people person, but I'm definitely not good in bigger settings with people that I don't really know very well. I think this is why I don't like um, networking. And I think I've told you about this. I, I, I hate networking. Uh, my sister would take me networking with her and I hate it. And I hate it when she's like, oh, vamos, but not th- I'm not going to leave you by yourself. I, I will be with you the whole time, but please come with me. I don't want to go by myself. I'm, not, I'm game. And then I go. And then she finds someone. She's like, yeah, I'll be right back. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm stuck here talking to someone I don't know. And it's like the awkwardest thing. I know I need to get better at that because it's part of my job. And I mean, I don't mind talking to kids because kids is like whatever, you know, like they either like you or they don't. And they let you know right away. <laughs> and then we move on. Right. We move on. They go. They do their thing. And if they want to talk to you, they'll sit and talk to you. But with adults, even if they don't like you, they stick around and you're like, move on <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I hadn't like thought about that but you're right you're right maybe that'll be a 2022 thing like or we're gonna teach we're gonna teach Jessica to be more comfortable with her network I was dying the whole time she was describing that because her sister and I yes sister and I are so much alike yep yep <laughs> yeah and, and I mean like 
I am I'm okay. Like for example, if it's coworkers. Uh, but even then, and I don't know about you, but like, I mean, there's been coworkers that I don't really talk to. And then like, if we are sitting together at a table, like, because we, we have to talk about a certain topic, it's just kind of like really small. Oh, I think that's what it is. I hate small talk. That's what it is. Uh, cause then they are just like, okay, this is going like nowhere. And then sometimes I feel like I'm asking questions and then I'm like, am I talking too much? And then, you know, like in grad school, they teach you, you have to be okay with silence. And even though I know that, I'm still kind of like want to fill the room with like conversation. I don't know. But that's maybe something I need to work on. I mean, I've been working on that on many years. <laughs> it's like, that's why you and I struggle with dating. We haven't talked about this before, but it's because it's the small talk part. I can't do it. It makes me want to cry. I just like don't want to know what your favorite color is. I'll learn that later. Like, I will talk about anything um, with anybody when I, like, meet them, which is why, like, your sister, if she really wanted that, she should call me because <laughs> I don't mind. I won't I won't feel alone because I'll find someone. The only reason I don't like going places alone is because I don't want to get kidnapped, but that's, like, it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell her. Next time that Chantla's ready to go with you, don't take me, go with her. <laughs> But no, okay, I do gotta say, I did step out of my comfort zone. We we went to a holiday party. Uh, it was like through like one of the organizations that she's helping out through her work. And they invited her and she's like, hey, do you want to be my plus one? They're gonna free food. <laughs> and you know, like, it'll be fun. Like they're really fun, young crowd. And I'm like, okay. And at first, it was just like, like, you know, we showed up and like she only knew like one person and then like she got like uh, more people started coming around. She's like, Oh, I know so-and-so I know so-and-so. Um, and then I was like, okay, I gotta at least try, you know? Cause like, normally I'm like, okay, it's like been five minutes. Let's go. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, like give it a shot. And it was actually fun. I mean, we ended up having a conversation with like this group of people and, and it actually was pretty fun. But and then when it was, it was, it was more relaxed setting. Right. Cause it was like food around, like, so even if there was nothing in common, at least you were talking about the food and then like things would come up and it's like, oh yeah, like this and this happened. And then people would like, you know, pitch in and, and say things. And I think when it comes to dating, um, I don't really have a lot of like, which is weird. I like, I don't have an issue with like people when I'm going on dates with them. Cause a lot of the times I feel like it's been more of like me asking the questions and it's mostly because they, they are like, I don't know. Remember I told you about that one dude that, I think that's when I crashed your date because <laughs> like the guy was like I'm so sorry I'm really nervous I don't know what to say and I was like the whole time I was trying to like coach him through like it's all good like just relax take a deep breath <laughs> I was like you know but I mean like I don't know yes he was, I don't know what to do here and I was like I gotta go I, I got friends to me so goodbye <laughs> yeah because I, I hung out with the dude for like two hours you guys were there because I think my date started after your date yeah and we were there for like hang out and I was like trying to get into talk and he was like I'm sorry I don't know what to talk I just feel more comfortable texting and I'm like well we're like right here right might as well talk text me from <laughs> the table <laughs> just <laughs> Nah, I'm out. If that happens, I'm like, gotta go. <laughs> You're like, well, you see, the thing is, I gotta go. <laughs> no, I gotta go every morning. I gotta go feed my, um, I gotta go feed my rabbit. 
<laughs> oh, you didn't tell me I had a rabbit. Oh, you know, I just got it this morning. I'm rabbit sitting. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> but I gotta go. <laughs> On the opposite end, I was talking to Yessie about just like, we, we always, I feel like we have like this thing with New Year's. I don't know if it's just me or if it was both of us, Yanni Macuero, where it's like resolutions were always really like, um, they felt really like forced. But I think we got into the, the conversation of like, we don't even have to like say that it's a new resolution. I think just like my internal clock knows that this is the end of the year and everybody's does obviously like right now, everybody's like, Oh my God, it's the end of the year, blah, blah, blah. So naturally like, we're seeing people's um, recaps on Instagram of like, oh, my 2021, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. With that Adele song, like, I'm kind of sick of the song, not going to lie, but <laughs> it's fun to watch, you know, people's like things going back. And then on the opposite end where you see, I saw a meme that was like, you know, don't get discouraged by like somebody else's 2021. Like you've done mm-hmm. like a really good job by just surviving because damn, mm-hmm. like last two years, Yep. Never, right? We never thought we were going to live through something like that. But to where I feel like I always get like, tengo fama de chatterbox. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I like completely am, but on the opposite end, and I've talked about this before where I feel like I'm, I call it emotionally constipated. (laughs) (laughs) I have a hard time like communicating my feelings, like any Mm -hmm. of them, good, bad, like, I feel like outwardly I'm happy. And one of my friends from Sephora um, used to joke like that she had resting happy face. And then she's like, you do too. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, mm-hmm. I, typically I'm a pretty like happy person, but I don't, I'm not somebody that wears my emotions on my sleeve mm-hmm. unless I like am ticked off in the moment. Um, but I was telling Yessie that one of my things that I like, I think I've been working on this. But when I saw this um, on Instagram, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's the same thing I was telling Jessica before we started recording. I'm like, I think that this year, um, if you've heard me talk about it before, like, I'm not a crier. I, like, want to cry sometimes, but it just doesn't happen for me. (laughs) Um, I I like to joke that it's because I I cry ugly, like Kim Kardashian. Um, Maybe a little worse, because obviously Kim Kardashian is, like, super hot. But um, I... I saw this thing and it made me cry and I've been crying a lot. Like I could go down, like, obviously I, I lost um, some people this year. And so like kind of since then, like, I think at the time that I lost my friend um, earlier in August, like, well, it was like, yeah, earlier in August, it was end of July, August, but like that whole time I like couldn't go anywhere or do anything without like bursting into tears. And it kind of happened at a time where I had to be around a lot of people. I went on like a, a family trip and it was just a lot going on but like I've observed that since then like um just other things like I, I gotta tell you guys like the last like probably since Thanksgiving on I've been crying a random spot like random places I cried at a ramen spot I with my friend we were, and it was like good and bad things obviously you know because life is lifing and um so sometimes like now you know things that are like happy tears are coming out too but um I cried on the way back from brunch with some friends same thing it was like happy and sad like we were just like kind of talking about everything and then um (laughs) 
This is the one that I was like, wow, this is what we're doing now with our friends. Um, a friend of mine, and she listens to this, you know, um, hey, hey, girl, we were crying at Costco <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Like we just <laughs> we had a little Costco churro day. Um, she met up with me to drop some stuff off and we were just like crying at Costco because that's what we do now. Um, but I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Friends who cry together, stay together. <laughs> I'm going to try to hold it together for the remainder of, of this, uh, of this year. What is, what do we have? Like two days? <laughs> right. But got one, this. Yeah, we got this, but I was telling Yessie, I'm like, one of the things I think that I saw this, um, uh, she's a, she's in media. Her name is blue. Uh, she goes by blue to Luzma. Um, she's on Hollywood Unlocked on a show of on a show for Hollywood Unlocked with um, Jason Lee. But she posted a tweet of hers that said, I'm sometimes haunted by all of the things I didn't say, not because I was too scared to say them, but more so because I knew they wouldn't be honored by who I wanted and or needed to say them to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes when I, because yes, I do talk a lot. Like I'm not even going to say I don't, <laughs> I know you guys. <laughs> talk, um, I think that there is a lot of situations just in my life where like after the fact, I'm always like, damn, I wish I would have said this, or I wish I would have said that. And it go, it kind of, for me comes from something with intuition. I think the reason that I'm so anxious as an adult Um, is because when I was a kid, like from a very, very young age, like I never, I felt like I, my intuition's always been on point. I always knew when something wasn't right, like when something was off, but I didn't necessarily, I didn't really have the space to communicate it or the people Mm -hmm. I was around. Like if I wanted to communicate it, it just didn't. And I would try, it was never like well-received. So Mm -hmm. As much of a chatterbox as I am, a lot of things that I wish I could get off my chest, sometimes I just don't. Um, and it's because I've known that. Like, I'm like, maybe that's a bad thing on my end, you know, not giving the other party an opportunity to like, you know, maybe um, to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I think that because I've like experienced so many situations where it wasn't well received or I was like gaslit, you know, like the, I just, I didn't, I don't. If I'm having a conversation sometimes, I'm like kind of go with it and I'm like, mm-hmm. And then I just like mm-hmm. I just don't engage after that because it's it's something where I'm like, is it gonna be worth, you know, me saying all these things and like, you know, either continue to be gaslit or um or just maybe cause like a bigger problem. Like that's something I wanna work on is maybe communicating my feelings a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's, it's a, I think I'm getting better at it. I feel like I'm getting better at it, but some things I've also learned to just kind of leave where they're at because mm-hmm. again, like I just having had enough experiences in that in certain <clears throat> times, I'm like, this isn't going to get better, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah. I think like you kind of like release pretty much set what somebody in therapy would tell you <laughs> essentially because a, a lot of it it does come from our families unfortunately right like um you know I mean there's like studies like where they show like kids like when they're crying and what the response is from the parents and like you know like the, the, I, I know like there was like in one of the psychology ones where it was like 
they would leave the kid crying for a long period of time without being like nurtured by their parent without having a response and then they would have another kid like was crying and then the parent would respond to it right away and and you know because they studied the brain waves and like like you know how kids and parents react to that but I mean I mean it's it's a real thing right like if we are not seeing those things um in our families we are learning from that right it's kind of like the intergenerational sort of like trauma that kind of goes with that um and you know like I speak to this to a lot of the families that I normally work with uh, with families with kids like a lot of our times like our parents we're not allowed to show any kind of emotion growing up, right? Um, a lot of our families had to really grow and become adults even when they were younger and kids, right? Um, like, for example, I can tell you, like, and I think I've talked about this before, but my dad, when, when he was younger, um, even though he was kind of one of the youngest kids um, before, like, all the siblings came, my grandma put a lot of, uh, like, um responsibilities in him so he didn't really get a chance to be a kid like he had to grow up really fast like run errands for my grandma like anytime like something bad would happen my grandma would just go off on him and like you know unfortunately beat him and all this stuff right like was never really loving and nurturing towards him um and he kind of shielded his brothers and sisters from all of that because you know he he wanted to make sure that they were not going to go through it um, even though they did, because my grandma was like pretty stern <laughs> with all of the kids. Uh, but then like, you know, like he wanted to break that when he had my sister and I kind of like, he didn't want, you know, us to go through the same thing, but he was also having a really hard time showing like love and care. Like, I don't think, and I've, I've talked about this before. Like, I don't think my dad has ever said, I love you to us maybe like in some ways, but he shows it in, in different ways. Right. Uh, and then like for us, and I've noticed that, like, it's so hard for me to tell someone I love them. Um, you know, like I, I'll tell my friends, but like to them, it's so hard for me to tell because I've never been shown that. Right. So it's sort of like generational. We're seeing that. And then this is kind of like where everybody's starting to do, do the work and kind of try to break through those generational things. Um, cause it's true. I mean, a lot of the times, like our parents weren't really, not really showing how to like show emotion. Like it's okay for you to cry. It's okay for, for you to be angry. Right. It's okay for you to kind of show this. And even when I talk to kids, cause a lot of the times when they come and tell me like, Oh, Miss Jessica, like, you know, like this, this happened. And I feel so frustrated. I'm like, you should feel frustrated. That's like a really crappy thing that happened. And they're like, wait, I'm it's okay for me to feel angry or frustrated like yeah like you're allowed to have your feelings right and it's interesting because I tell this to kids <laughs> but kind of like you <laughs> I'm also emotionally constipated <laughs> me va a dar chorro de emoción <laughs> no pues cuando inventas and I think I told you this right remember I told you I think a lot uh, I think the week before I went into break I was crying for everything. Um, and I think because I was frustrated with like a lot of things that were happening at school and then like just emotionally drained. Um, and part of it is because I don't let my emotions come out kind of like what your friend was telling you. Like I'm kind of one of those people that also like put up my happy face and like nothing faces me. But in reality, of course, it does, right? Because like at school, like people are always like, damn, you're like always so happy. You're always like, 
And then I'm in my mind, I'm like, I'm not always happy. I just don't show you that. Right. And a lot of it, it it's uh, a boundary that I have, I think, with some of my coworkers. I think you and like maybe like two other people at school are the only people that ever saw me cry ever, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> but I mean, like with the other coworkers, I don't think that they've ever seen me cry when I'm frustrated. I don't really show it. Or sometimes I show it and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, like there's work boundaries. And then like, and I also think about like, is this a safe person kind of like me to talk to about these things? Because I don't know what the repercussions may be of me sharing something about something I'm not in agreement with, or especially with work, (laughs) as we know, Um, you know, or like in situations where you're like, does this feel safe? And if I share this, is this person going to keep that? It, it, are they going to honor right that feeling or that emotion that I'm like say, like expressing? Because I think a lot of the times when I have expressed those feelings and emotions toward with some coworkers, I've I've been kind of like gaslit, kind of like what you share, right? Like where I've been told like, oh, you're making a big deal out of something that is not a big deal, and then I feel like leaving like shit, and then I come back, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Like, but that's how I'm feeling. Why am I catering to someone else when I'm trying to express how I really feel? Uh, so I think like you, that's, I think that's something that I need to work on <laughs> a little bit better. Just like really expressing those emotions. Like, and kind of how I tell kids, hey, I'm allowed to feel angry. I'm allowed to feel upset, you know? And like, and with my family, like that's something I'm working with. Like when I'm angry, I, you know, I'm I'm not in a good place. Like, leave me alone or I don't want to talk about it and sometimes they get taken back and they're like you don't want to talk to us I'm like it's not bad but I'm also setting a boundary for my own mental health right like I just I can't go there right now and I think sometimes they have a really really hard time because they're like (laughs) my sister just like told me are you depressed or something I'm like I don't think so but I'm like if I am like maybe that's something I need to look into but like I feel like especially the last couple of weeks with work have been like really hard. I mean, I've shared that with you. And then it's just kind of like, sometimes I just want to come home and I don't want to talk about work. Right. Like I just want to like unwind and leave work at work and then just worry about me and how I'm taking care of myself so I can be productive the next day. Right. Which that's another thing, like, right. Like the way that we see productivity, right. Like I need to show up like a hundred percent when I'm like, well, like we're also human, right. Like we're also struggling. So that's another thing I need to work on. <laughs> no, that's real. What you said about like feeling safe. And um, I'm glad that you said that. Cause I think that uh, especially being first gen, anything, anybody um, being in spaces where that are predominantly like white and white centered, like you do have to watch your, like, <clears throat> is this person safe? And unfortunately, you know, and where Yessi and I ha- have been, um, before like it isn't it isn't safe and those things are used against you so it's like oh um this isn't yes he's saying it okay this is me so if anybody's listening from you know former co-workers like yeah it ain't it's not safe over there and um take care of each other better <laughs> do better <laughs> i love that this is not yes <laughs> it's not yes he's saying it this is me because i don't i no longer work there and yeah it was not space um, i feel like i can say that now freely because it's true and so I think about you a lot in that place where like I feel like I'm in a place now where maybe some things like that happen but 
I know I have identified like my safe, my safe spaces now. And before it was really hard, you know, all we had was like each other. We had the, um, I like to call us the order of the Phoenix. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I like to call us the order of the Phoenix, but you know, and, and it's, it's kind of like that. You just have to find your place and, and mm-hmm. where you're at. Um, and you feel it. You hear me mm-hmm. say that to you like my intuition has always been on point and like I'm only now claiming that like as a grown-ass 30 something year old woman Mm -hmm. because I know that like now I know that when I I've been sick I've felt sick and you know it's big because like I know when something's wrong I know when something's off and I just you know have been have not necessarily been taught but kind of have been pushed into a place where it's like I'm not allowed to do or say, you know, whatever, because mm-hmm. of how, how it's going to come off or how the other person's going to feel like I put myself um, at the end last, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm not, I'm kind of not doing that anymore. And like, I, I've been working on that. I just kind of like leave things, you know, if, if I feel like it's fixable, like I'll definitely do that. But if it feels like this isn't going to get any better, I just kind of leave it, you know, time and space will tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what that's what uh where I'm kind of going with that but I I'm not gonna be sorry anymore for feeling mm-hmm. um for feeling a certain way or like you said like people are always like oh you're overreacting and I guess I just didn't ever want to feel like mm-hmm. that or feel like that because I have had that you know where I'm like am I being crazy but it's like no like I, mm-hmm. I know how to feel that too you know pero pues cada quien <laughs> <laughs> No, and I think it's true. And I think it's like, I think the most important or like the most important takeaway is to honor your boundaries, right? And kind of like also realizing um, as you're setting those boundaries for yourself, like what are some of the things that feel good to you, whether it's people, whether it's like work, whether it's like other places, like things that make you feel okay. Because I think you're right. A, A lot of the times we spend a lot of energy on people too, uh, on places or uh, things that don't bring any joy to us. So like, do what makes you feel good, right? Not what everybody thinks is gonna make you feel good. Um, if having a good cry, you know, ugly crying over churros at Costco make you feel great after the fact, fucking do it, just do it. <laughs> I'm all about that. It's about the churro life. <laughs> That sounds like a the beginning of a really like, <laughs> like a coming of age movie or something. Like that. Really like I will cry wherever now, and it's kind of weird, but I'm like embracing it. Like I, I'm 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 starting to do that more, and part of it I think came with overcoming the big like the big fear of being by myself. Mm-hmm being in a space alone and actually from last year to now like I think solitude was like one of the biggest like points of growth and and like takeaways is like I feel dangerous right now I feel dangerous in that ooh I know Jessica's looking at like ooh but (laughs) I'm I'm thinking about about that being I know I got said so it's muy pegriloso I feel dangerous in the sense that like I I love being by myself now like I mean I still love all my people and I'm still you know a social little butterfly there are days you know that I'm trying to go and like hang out or like vamos a bailar or whatever but I I really enjoy being alone with my own thoughts and writing them down and just doing like 
little things uh, by myself right now. Right now it's like fixing things in my new place. Like that's, that's a good, nice, relaxing thing or, um, sitting and watching like a show or even having, not having it on, just turning on music. And like I said, writing things down, like that's been, that's been nice or going to the store by myself or doing things, you know, on my own going to like, which was just something that was always like really hard for me. Um, I, I just, I, I just always wanted to have like a company and if it's good company, like I'm down, but if, you know, right now I, I really feel, I feel really good in my, in my solitude. So that's a dangerous thing. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good dangerous. Sandra va a vivir la vida peligrosa. Peligrosa, on the edge. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, well, I'm happy for you. I think this is something that you have been, you know, wanting to do for a little while and, and new changes and new things can be like really scary at first, but I think like, you know, you found that it has helped a little bit in some ways uh, to help center yourself, to kind of like think, uh, you know, and then just to kind of have your own space too. So I'm I'm happy for you. I'm excited. Thanks, friend. What about for you? I mean, last time we talked, <clears throat> so disclaimer too, we were going to have a different episode before we did this one. Oh, see, see, see. Our guests are busy, okay? They're booked and... <laughs> <laughs> and then we were gonna do updates about the bachelor bachelorette oh my god remember we were like trying to do our predictions i don't even remember if we our predictions were right um i was wrong but i saw it coming like part way through i definitely did i think that michelle is all of us <laughs> michelle yeah. All of us, we've all, you know, I wish her the best and the happiness with Nate, but girl, all the flags were red. You were mm. at six flags. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she like, is definitely. Okay. Well, I've been there. Right. So I, right. I, so I understand, girl. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if maybe like would. Sometimes we want to become fixers and we think that we could make someone change or invest. I don't know. I mean, it, it, or maybe Nate will prove us wrong, but I have a feeling it's going to be like another, another Katie situation where it's just, you know, not going to last for a long time. And, and the little cosa um, we, we actually called Katie's number. Ah, si, si, we did we were like i don't know like something just doesn't seem right here you know and then boom mm-hmm. engagements called off she has a new man and he's from mm-hmm. it's just a lot mm-hmm. the bachelor mess. <laughs> bachelor yeah. mess this is now yeah. a podcast i'm just kidding <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> if you just tuned in i'm just kidding <laughs> welcome we to- are yeah, welcome Bachelor Nation. Como les we're Bachelor Nation, not Nation, because we're... Oh, that's right. <laughs> Somos la Nación de, los, de la Bachelor and Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think we did see Brandon from... And he was my pick, guys. Like, he definitely looked like he wanted to give Michelle the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yessie and her sister were like, he's too clingy, which, truth, totally. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. But, like... 
it just it just didn't it seemed like she was into it too which is what sucks mm-hmm. I think she was full on in love with Brandon but Nate is 6'8 so that's right <laughs> but I guess the thing that bugged me is that the night before she told Brandon I love you right or maybe the two nights before I don't know and then she was like I just wanted to get it off my chest now I feel good that I told you I loved you and this guy is like head over heels you know her and I was like oh cool the odds are all my favor and then he like goes and was like what I mean first of all why do they have a season finale like at the beach where you could not hear anything because I was even like wait did she just break up with him I'm like I can't really tell (laughs) and honestly like he was sure the whole way through Nate Mm -hmm. up until the engagement was like, I'm still not, you know, like you could just right. see that he wasn't fully there, like at all. Right. And she just needed to make fetch happen, even though it just didn't seem <laughs> like it was going to happen. Right. And I think Brandon, I think we saw that man's heart break on national television. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I think these guys are actors, like all of them, and probably a good part, portion of them are. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm convinced that we did totally see that man's heart break on national television, for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, he's back in Portland, so. And, and I don't know where he lives, Sandra, but, you know. <laughs> not, not, not for me. I'm I, just I got, I got <laughs> ready to give anyone the world. <laughs> he's going to go to Paradise, and he's going to oh, get matched up fast. You said that. I yeah. think so. I think so, yeah. But if he doesn't, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can start. <laughs> You're like, stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I just, I, I hopefully, you know, they, they got, they got money. I didn't start. Remember, I always say this. I didn't start watching The Bachelor until you got me to watch Matt's season. Oh yeah, <laughs> very hot. But um. Did has anybody ever gotten money before? Because if I was on, I was on any season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, and I had one and didn't get money for my the down payment on my house, I'd be a little salty right now. No, they never have done that. I mean, they pay for. I think like they pay for the weddings if they want to be televised. I think, um, or they get some money for it. They don't get paid, but like I think they they pay some money. But uh, no, this is the first time that they've done like a house, like a down payment. That's wild. And this is the other red flag. And you and I talked about it. When they asked him if he's ready to move, he's like, in a couple of months. Like, what? Wait, what? Like, you're engaged. You're not even just dating. You're engaged. Right. Anyway. The whole thing to me is so fascinating. Because how the mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just think that the whole way through. I'm like, how does this work? Like, she's in love. And, like, okay, that's the other thing that was a trip. And maybe it's just me not understanding or me never having been in love with two people at one time. But, like, Brandon still validated her feelings on mm-hmm. that question. Remember? He was like, but I understand. Nobody that isn't involved, like, doesn't know, like, what it's like to to love two people at once and I'm like yeah same like I don't I don't know I don't know how to do that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right love like nah. no that's that's difficult. no that's what I'm saying like I mean like people should say their I love you's until they're really sure that they want to say I love you right because then now you're telling two guys that you love them but it's two different kinds of loves right one of it's almost like I love you as a friend and you know 
I don't think she, I think she was full on in love with Brandon. But again, so. Nate is 6'8". Six, six, <laughs> we gotta, you know, sometimes, sometimes it happens, you know, hopefully know. Out for the best and you know, they're going to have little bachelor babies. And well, it's like, como dicen, love is blind, right? So what happens if they break up? I mean, like, did they have to return the $200,000? Because that sucks. Because I know that they have to return the, the engagement ring if it's like, if a year passes by and they don't and they don't end up getting married and they break up. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Because that would suck, right? But like, mm, sorry, you didn't get married, so we need our money back. That's crazy. But, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, I don't even know why I went down the bachelor road. No, it was, we had this on our agenda. We <laughs> okay. For a recap because, you know, Bachelor Nacion needs to know. Oh, see. <laughs> but the biggest question, the real question, the elephant, uh-huh. let's address it. Are you going to watch Clayton's season? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's the elephant? What do you know that I don't know? <laughs> I, I think so. I don't like, I mean, I feel like they basically told you what's going to happen. And yeah. who are the last two? Yeah. Which to me that makes it kind of like okay, well, what like why should I watch it? But then I kind of also want to watch it because I want to hear what like really happens. Yeah. Are you gonna watch it? Probably. I feel like I'm gonna say no, but you know I can't. A good. I'm a. I'm a reality TV girl. I love The Housewives. <laughs> now you got me hooked on with The Bachelor, and I just I just need to know. I need to know what happens in that. Yeah. I was like, Clayton, I didn't have that in you, but let's let's discuss. It seems like there's a lot of crying in that season, too. But yeah, and they're not sorry about it either. And I kind of want to watch it because once, like, Bachelor in Paradise happens, some of those girls are going to come in this one. So we got to find the novia de Brandon. We got to see who's going to be next in his lineup. That's right. That's so funny. And um, what is what did you or do you have any big New Year's plans? Um, no, we're just going to my tia's and um, and yeah, I was telling you like tomorrow we have my my dad's seventieth birthday. He's gonna be the big seven zero. Um, so we're having a little party for him, and then um, then we're going to my tia's in Viernes to um, bring in the New Year, and then that's it. Like pretty much. Nothing too crazy or exciting. How about yourself? Honestly, I've been going, going, going. I might just sleep through it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, getting dressed up and going out, but it's just Mm -hmm. a super cold. Yes. And I just feel like I don't have time for anything right now. Like things are just going by so fast. There's so much I have to do. And again, 10 out of 10 do not recommend moving during the holidays at all. (laughs) Terrible idea. Um, but I'm learning, we're learning and I, I'm exhausted. So probably nothing crazy. Like if anything, I'll go, this is, this is the part that I thought was weird. I'll go to my like house that was still my house, like a month ago <laughs> and just eat with my parents and go to sleep. I don't, I don't really like, I don't know. I've never like celebrated and one year I'm going to like big like that, but, um, this is, it doesn't feel like it's going to happen for me this year. 
Um, a lot of people that I, we just kind of like that I talked to that I like would have like gone out with and stuff. We're all kind of feeling the same. And I don't think it's because mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited for this next year, but um, I think it's just right now, the time, the weather, it's mm-hmm. just kind of like it. <laughs> like because even if you want to dress cute and all you're going to be cold right because it's so cold out there uh-uh. <laughs> right yeah I remember going out to the club at this time con este frío que está haciendo sin chamarra with like strappy heels and like it didn't nothing phased me nothing hurt but girl it does now but it's just like i'm like oh and i don't want to be hung over because there's that harry potter special on hulu or hbo max the next oh yeah that's right that's right oh is that when it comes out yeah on new year's okay. day yeah, I already I have plans know. for New Year's Day. That's why for New Year's Eve, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I know. Um, what's it? Cobra Kai. It's coming out on Friday. So, uh, like, do you, you watch Cobra Kai on Netflix? <gasps> do you know Karate Kid kind of thing? Did you yeah. ever watch? Oh, I remember you told us. You told us. <gasps> oh, okay. You need to watch Cobra okay. Kai. It's, yeah, I it's need it. pretty good. I need it. Yes. So it's like two seasons and it's going to be third season. And then um, also like uh, Queer Eyes coming out on Friday. So that's going to be also good. It's another good show. Um, I don't really follow Harry Potter or yeah. I guess I don't follow him because you know, I never watch Harry Potter. <laughs> I, anytime I say that to people, people are like, what? No, I yeah. never watch Harry My sister is to Harry Potter. I'm just not. <laughs> yeah. I have a show for y'all. Um I bet. My friend, she lives in California, but she texted me. She's like, watch this. It's on Amazon Prime. I know, guys. Sorry, I still have it. But um, it's called With Love. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Set in Portland, yes. which is what's funny. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, like, it's kind of cheesy. Honestly, it is for sure. But, like, I liked it just because, like, the themes. Yes. They do kind of go out of their way to do the whole woke thing. Okay, whatever. So does everybody else in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, but... They're the two main characters. All I'm gonna say is like I'm both of them. The main couple, uh-huh. I am uh-huh. those people together. Maybe it's my Gemini duality, but I swear I'm both. <laughs> I am both of them. <laughs> but I really like that. I'm gonna start watching Harlem next because she was talking about that. She's like, you're gonna like that show too. Is that on HB or Amazon? That one's on Amazon. Yeah, my love language is. Tell me what food made me think of you. Tell me what show, what book, what song made me think of me. I love that. I love when people. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. I'll watch Harlem too. But yes, I definitely with love. um, I know. For a while, I was like, wait, is it in Portland? Because they kept saying Portland. I'm like, wait, like Portland, Oregon? And then they had like supposedly where, you know, like they had like a little drone fly by. And I'm like, well, that is Portland. I see downtown. They did the Burgerville. She names it in the series. She's like, the Burgerville on MLK, blah, blah, blah. And I was like... But I'm like, that's not that one on MLK. <laughs> it, it isn't? Uh-uh. There's... Um, no, the one that it's, it's on MLK, it's right next to the convention center. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's, it, no, like, it's just like a... It's tiny and it's sort of like a drive through um, Oh, got it. And then I think... They filmed it on the one that's sort of like on division, mm-hmm. but I, you know, yeah. I don't know. I said 
but it was good. It was a good show in general. Yeah. Like we laughed, we cried. It was good. We related. Like it was. Yeah. Good. It was a good show. But definitely, I think, like, they portrayed, like, the Latino family of Hollywood because a lot of those things I was, like... Yeah. Or, or like, a, I could see, like, a like if we grew up, had a family, they would be our kids. Like, they'd be second, mm-hmm. second gen. Right. That's kind of how it felt, like, because, like, los papás eran, yeah. Like, they're... Progressive. <laughs> yeah. Very. And I was, like, oh, I mean, like... I could see some parents feel like that, but not the rest of the family. Yeah. I wish that restaurant existed here. Cuál? The parents' restaurant, something. Oh, sí, sí, sí. Yeah. I wish that restaurant did exist here. Um, but anyway, watch it. Watch it, yeah. y'all. Yeah. If you haven't done that, definitely go ahead and watch it. What's another show that you've been watching that you liked? That's literally it. I tried to watch on okay. that. And I watched all of it, but mostly because I had it on his background music, but 20 something, 20 somethings, mm. Austin, Texas, which tell me, oh, I've seen it. yeah, tell me you're redoing the real world without telling me you're redoing the real world. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I was like, seven, here's the story of seven strangers. It literally felt so like <laughs> in the machine, but anyway. Oh my gosh. That's what it was. But I don't know. Is there anything else you're obsessed with? I feel like we like a segment of our little. Oh, did you watch Encanto on Disney Plus? I didn't. I had been having a hard time. I canceled my Disney Plus a while back. My niece gave me her stuff, but like it didn't log in. So I might try to go back in there and try it because I wanted to go see it in theaters because like Mm -hmm. I miss movie theater popcorn. (laughs) <laughs> me too me too yeah so i was gonna try to see it in a ver que but well, i'll figure it out i'm gonna watch it because i have seen like rave reviews everybody's like yeah the, it the has one- good music see okay mm-hmm. love that love that about yeah. a movie. it's a good story too um i i can't wait to hear what you think about it so that's kind of like another one that i'm obsessed with um, I really, to be honest, I haven't really done much. I've been watching a lot of novelas, but I don't know if people are into novelas lately. <laughs> yeah. So I probably would not recommend a novela because I usually, I'm like, oh, I'm going to just watch this one and I'm not going to watch the rest of them. And then I end up watching like three. Usually when I'm at, at my home with my mom, because she's the one that watches them the most. And every time I get pissed because I'm like, mom, they're being sexist. <laughs> La desalmada. Es así, oh my God. She gets on my yes. nerves. <laughs> yes. I'm like, girl, like, oh my gosh. Yes. It's very sexist. It's very like, I'm like, ¿por qué le anda pegando a la gente? Like, literally porque le pegó al, al muchacho I mean like what <laughs> yeah it's 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 a it's a hard watch but like I only watch it because my mom loves it she goes no es que se va a acabar la desalmada so like yeah. I her like through it because we're hanging out but yeah well the, the the one that I do kind of like and the message behind it I, it's like vencer el miedo or something oh, and yeah. it's it's basically you know like follows the story of three women who have been sort of like bullied over social media because of videos you know kind of how they say like whatever you put out there the internet's going to be out there forever and yeah. so they kind of follow their, their life story about like what it takes for them to overcome like the scandalo of being like you know like seeing videos or photos out in the internet uh, and I kind of like the storyline because it, it does talk about the reality of like 
it's a kind of conversations that you should be having with your kids and with your families about like things that you put out on the internet and how it ends up impacting them in the long run. So I kind of like the message behind that one. Cool. I do. I, the little uh, Hema. <laughs> I remember her rapping from the last. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Love her. Love her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much pretty much it. I, I don't have a lot of exciting stuff this time. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm like, I usually don't have shows that are like my mm-hmm. obsession, but obviously, you know, The Bachelorette, that's over. Um, yeah, but that's that's it. I'm going to get into Abbott Elementary next. Mm-hmm. I was oh, yes. You were that. telling me about that. Yeah, as I watched with love, but no, right now, like my current obsession is honestly just fixing stuff around here in my new, yes. my new space, mine, spending money on furniture, duele, cuesta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but once you're set, you don't have to worry about it because you'll have all the stuff that you need. Y compras poco a poquito, you know? I, I did. Mean, yeah. Sorry. You what? If you watch the College Success Con Café where Araceli asked, like, uh-huh. your favorite coffee, blah, 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 and coffee conversation, because I love coffee. Um, aside from, like, el café que hace mi mamá de la cafetera en la casa, there's one specific one. It was, like, a coconut oat milk latte. Ooh. And I used to work for Starbucks, and they had coconut syrup for, like, a little bit. And then I think only like select places have it, but any coffee house, Insomnia has it, but obviously I don't, I'm not near there and I couldn't, it's like, it was always out of the way. Like I couldn't just stop and get a coffee and then be on my way to work or whatever. So I was at a store and I found like the cane sugar version of the coconut syrup. And now I'm having coconut lattes every day. And I love that for me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So that's been my obsession. Like I'll, I'll make a decaf one later in the day when I'm like, you know what? It's time. I need one. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> I love it. Pues I'm going to go to your place one day para que me hagas un coconut oat latte. Vente, vente por tu café. Pasa el café de, um, pasa el café chancla. Voy a traer mi traveling mug. <laughs> I'm through. You're just over the bridge from me. Orale. I'll be there in, well, I'm not there right now, but <laughs> I'll be there when I'm in town. <laughs> yeah. So any anything else for the good of the order? No, I think, uh, you know, thank you everyone for sticking with us for another year. I know like our episodes haven't been a little bit up and down, but you know, life is life. It happens and then we're here. We're excited for the new year and I think whatever it is to come. So... Yeah. Good vibes to everybody. I hope everybody stays healthy. Um, yes. Families are healthy. And that you stumble upon a million dollars and don't forget about <laughs> us when you do. Um, but Wait, yeah. before I forget, before I forget, I did. I was going to ask this question. It's a paso. Do you believe in the, like, in the traditions that they do? And we talked about this last oh, time, I think, God. right? Um what kind of calzone are you going to wear? Are you going to wear a red one, a yellow one, a white one? I don't know what, I don't know what colors there are. Look, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this, okay? really listen to this but TMI and now all the listeners know, but if I don't have to wear underwear, I am not going to. <laughs> <laughs> No, I <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I don't know. What is that manifesting freedom? Because 
I hope so. <laughs> ah, you're too funny. I'm gonna do yellow <laughs> for money. Money, I think it's supposed to help with money. Yo es el más dinero. Pues la maleta, and that's my ritual. What's the JLo song? Quiero, quiero dinero. How does it go? Girl, I don't even know. JLo, I don't know. Anything that yeah. was on her 1999 album, I don't know. It wasn't 1999. It was like two years ago, maybe. Yeah. Something, yo quiero, yo quiero. It was when she was dating A-Rod. It's like, yo quiero, yo quiero dinero. It's a whole song. Or, you know, maybe it's in her Let's Get Loud album because that's our go-to. <laughs> no, you know, I wanna, I, I want us all to have health, wealth, love, all the good things in this new year. And I feel like they're coming. I do. Mm-hmm. I have a good feeling. Um, hopefully, the CDC doesn't recommend anything ridiculous anymore. Um, can't believe I'm saying this, you know. But actually, no, I'm. I'm not even a conspiracy theorist, but I saw this coming. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about work. It's about productivity. Like mm-hmm. they they don't care about you, so take care of yourself. Exactly, they really don't care about you. So do mm-hmm. what you feel like you have to do for you, for your family. Because I don't think I don't think this is. I think we're in it for the long haul, guys. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so that's our the random question that i had that i forgot that i was gonna ask and then we just found a lot of information about <laughs> hey hey we i know more were- people do it then we'll admit so that was my one this is me being brave again exactly exactly <laughs> this is you sharing your feelings and your emotions and i'm not sorry <laughs> All right, guys, and that <laughs> with that, we're just gonna say goodbye. <laughs> good, good night. Ah, <laughs> right, boys. Well, have a good night or morning, afternoon, wherever it is you're you're listening. Whenever, not wherever, and wherever I guess it is that you're listening to. Um, we'll see you until next time. <laughs> Bye.